0: Yes. And by the way, I think I
1: just hit the button. I think we're good to go. Yes. I just, I just said recording started on my end.
0: Perfect. Perfect. So, so with that as a lead in, um, obviously I'd love to hear your heart and kind of like what led to this song from you and kind of what's your heart behind it.
1: Yeah. I mean, man, I love hearing that. That's the stories like that are so special around this song specifically. Um, because this song means so much to me in relation to just kind of some battles that I've had with my mental health and the ups and downs of life and work and relationships and everything. But um, I mean, short long story short about this time. I mean, last year, I guess. So um, early 2022, I was at a pretty low spot with my mental health and super creatively burnt out, felt super far away from my faith and from my purpose. And I was just really in a super lost spot. And so I decided that the healthiest thing for me to do would be to take some time off and take some time to go get quiet with my faith and, and start, you know, beginning that journey of, of getting my, my brain healed and my soul healed and um it was really tough to walk away from everything and to walk away from music and all that had been going on and um ultimately i decided it was going to be the healthiest thing for me so i called my teens i got really quiet for about 6 months i didn't write a song which is the longest i've gone since i mean i was a kid i've i've always been constantly writing and creating And so um, I prayed in that time away that I would be able to reconnect with identity in the sense of knowing that it comes from not what I do and not how successful I am and not how my songs are charting and and not how beautiful I may be or feel on a certain day, but that my identity and self-worth come from the love of God. And ultimately, that was the catalyst for inspiring this song.
0: Uh, well, thank you. Um, I guess since I saw you, which is the timing lined up pretty well with your story, um, yeah, you were on the tour with uh, Jeremy Camp, and I'm presuming, and this is kind of a story I've been hearing from a few artists, but I'm kind of a fellow... guys. Um, I'm an empath, actually, is what I've learned about myself. And so when other heavy... On, I take on other people's heaviness,
1: and
0: and then that sort of leads to like a lot of doubt. And
1: yeah, yeah, I get that.
0: So where I kind of found myself was in a similar creative void, and not that I didn't stop writing devotionals because I kind of had the combination of art already created and God's word. Therefore, I just sort of had to lean in and let the Holy Spirit speak through me. But I, I felt an emptiness. And a lot of it was I ended up getting, a uh, feeling alone at work, so my other job, um, because I was a Christian surrounded by non-Christians. And so basically, yeah. what I'm kind of learning from artists is the burnout thing is like feeling like you're excitement about your faith, and your excitement about your art, almost like the world is trying to dampen it or something. Does that make sense?
1: Absolutely. Like, I mean I think
0: like put I, think out that's your that's life where I was.
1: Basic. Right. I it's so I started so young in this industry and I, I, I give I credit burnout in, in part to just you know, growing up in this industry has been the biggest blessing of my life. I've been able to have the most incredible experiences, and I'm so grateful for that. But I think the reality is, uh, just as a human living in a world, again, where not everybody sees life through the lens of um, the same beliefs, but I think it's really easy to start measuring your self-worth to productivity, and uh, I think that when that really gets to your creativity, that's when the burnout happens. Of thinking that, well, what's the point of this if it's not yes. checking X, Y, Z boxes? And I think that that's, I think that kind of mindset is what causes that sort of burnout. And so, yeah, I, I think that, I think that that was the disconnect for me. That I realized that I wasn't able to create in a healthy place when I was operating from that point of view.
0: So, so this is this is how I relate to your song, and I think you're okay with always me sharing kind of my perspective because it'll lead to a good Bible study. Um, of course, absolutely, I, always. I've, I've realized I grew up as a perfectionist, and I think kind of what you're sort of hinting at is maybe something similar. And yeah. that is like I, kind of what I want to see happen from what I'm doing is I want it to make a difference, right? Like, and if and if it doesn't, then it's like I must not either be doing it right. Or maybe I misunderstood the purpose that God gave me or, or, you know, am I not, like, connecting correctly? And then you start beating yourself up. So here's the good news, though, because you wrote a song that you're not beating yourself up. I can tell. That's good news. Uh, but the related good news is I read a book that was life-changing for me on January 1st of this year uh, called Get Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen. I don't know if you're familiar with her. She's a Christian speaker. And it's about how to take toxic thoughts out of your head and replace them with biblical thoughts. And I feel like your song goes with her book very well. I just wanted you to know that. Um,
1: Yes. Oh, my goodness. I love that.
0: So so the things you believe about yourself that aren't true are all from the enemy. So this goes back to our John 1010 conversation, right? Like he wants to – you'll kill and destroy, but Jesus Absolutely. wants life and life, life abundantly. And her other kind of anchor verse of the book is about he wants to take our thoughts captive. And I know you and I have been leading toward a mental health song conversation. And like, we've had a couple, but, like, we're really there now with this one. Um, hmm. And the idea of taking our thoughts captive is you are singing truth. But you just admitted to me you didn't always think all of these things about yourself. And of course not.
1: And honestly, it's and it's not even. It's still a daily battle, right? I mean, I but, think that constantly I'm recommitting myself to praying and reminding these things over myself of, of what God thinks and believes of me. Um, But it's a daily battle. It's something that I I have to pray for the strength and the ability to lean into that every single day because (laughs) the
0: world we live in is very
1: counterculture to that.
0: Well, and actually the world also tries to tell you, it's like about self-help, right? So what I love about your song, and it's going to go on one of my playlists, I just want you to know that right now. So in addition to it being a devotional, which I've already bumped up when I'm posting about it, um, I also want to put it in a playlist about kind of mindfulness um, because it's already on my mindfulness playlist and it's already working. So the three lies, the categories that the, the enemy uses, if he tries to tell us we're not lovable, and you're supposed called love by you, so pretty perfect, um, that we're not worthy and that we're helpless, right? And so any time a thought comes in your head in one of those three areas, they're all lies. None of those are true. And I feel like the upbeat um, nature of the song, and both, by the way, also, as always, I always love your vocal excitement. Uh, I just listened to it literally three times in a row um, right before.
1: Oh, I love it.
0: And I noticed in each time I listened, like I noticed something different in your voice that I didn't hear the previous time, that it was almost like you were excited to build uh, on the message of the song vocally. And that's what the Lord wants for us. He wants us to know his truth that you're singing in the song, because that is the best way to combat those lies of the enemy. In particular, the I'm unlovable part, right? Because that is so not true. It is, like, literally the biggest lie the enemy tries to use against us. But also, you already admitted, and I had the same struggle, feeling helpless and worthless, right? Like, is my ministry making a difference? Is what I'm doing making a difference? Um, Am I any good at this, or should I just give up, right? Also, not true. So I just wanted you to know, I think the world needs this message, and here's the thing, yes, believers need this message, and believers with ears to hear, and you and I have talked about that before, will know, you know, and I'll help them know the truth of the song and where it comes from, but I got saved because I wasn't a believer, and an artist like you sang truth over me, and that led to me having a saving faith in Jesus, and I feel like this one because Man. the world is trying to figure this this message out on its own, and they're never going to find that answer.
1: I the think it all comes down answer. to this:
0: yeah.
1: there is this innate desire buried within humanity that we that we want to be loved. Everybody yeah. constantly, whether it's posting on social media and wanting to get a bunch of likes, or whether it's you know dating world, whether it's going to school and wanting to make friends or it, it, people innately have a desire to be loved. And I think that that's the human desire and need for a God who is love. I mean, First John four sixteen says, we have come to know and have believed the love which God has for us. God is love and the one who remains in love remains in God and God remains in him. And that's the whole heartbeat and pulse of this song. When I took that period of time off to get my mental health in a better place and get my relationship with myself and with my faith in a better place. I prayed that God would, that God would reveal to me something that would help me get to a better place. And the thing that kept popping up over and over again is that Riley, your identity is rooted in my love for you. And that is something that nothing in the world can change no matter what. No matter what comes, no matter what goes, no matter the success, no matter what people say, the love of God is where we find our identity. And for me, that helped to rebuild this idea that all the time that we spend trying to prove that we're somebody or trying to prove that we're good enough or lovable enough or all the things that you said, uh, so much of it is the wasted energy of, of the need to perform and the need to be perfect. and Ultimately, yeah. I've found that at the end of the day, all it's ever done has left me empty and grasping for something as steady as the love of God. And that's radically changed my life. And so it's so important love it.
0: to
1: me love that it. when people I'm also hear hearing this it in your voice right
0: now.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm in such a healthier place than I've ever been. And I think my relationship with my self-worth is healthier than it's ever been, and I can't take even a even a bit of credit for that. It is a hundred percent been the love of God reminding me of where my value lies.
0: Well, amen to that. I'm I'm pro for you. I'm glad, um, and I I want you to know, you know, my journey is better now. Um, like one of the songs in this playlist connected to the book slash kind of mindfulness songs is a devotional i did in 2010 so like the lord doesn't you know ever um have his word return void as you know um but i interviewed mike donahy about their song you are more and um it's something in the north you know and uh and that was a long time ago it's like 13 years ago now and somehow as i was reading this book i was like feeling like i didn't love myself um and, and then I watched that music video, and specifically they, um, they're standing in the classroom, and they have a bunch of words they write about themselves on the chalkboard. And, you know, I am not this, right, like the thing you're not kind of a thing. And um, specifically my diagnosis i am kind of been dealing with is um, I have OCD. And um, in the middle of the chalkboard, somebody had written, I am not my OCD. In this, mm. in this music video, and then at the end of the video, like water, uh, washes all of those things off the dock board.
1: Mm. Good. And that's so good. I had already
0: been, I had already been so ministered just to by the words of the song. But to be honest, I I don't think I had watched the music video in probably over a decade,
1: and I just happened
0: to watch it, and I was sobbing because. That was exactly what I needed to know about myself. Like like wow. what you're saying, like, you need to know you're not this affliction. You're not something that's wrong with you. You are
1: Absolutely.
0: created in God's image, and he does love you, uh, and he is love. And he loves you with a perfect love. That's the other thing, right? Like it's not fickle. I mean, I think um, another thing I might want to connect to this is I'm studying First Corinthians 13 right now, and one of the challenges is we define love by expecting people to love us in a first thirteen kind of way.
1: And the good news is
0: Jesus does love us in that way, right? He is patient. He is kind. He's not rude. He does not envy, right? Like, he loves us that way. What we can be challenged by, and I would say this song could challenge people to live this way, is in light of knowing we're loved with that kind of a perfect love, could we maybe love ourselves a little more the way Jesus loves us? And then what that mm-hmm. passage is really trying to say is in an agape love way, which is a selfless love way, could we love others the way Jesus loves us? And that's kind of where Good. I want to take the message of his song, is once you sort of can accept, hopefully, <laughs> that you are loved in that kind of a way, it will hopefully allow you to, one, love yourself, but then, two, better love others in that selfless, others-focused kind of way. Because the best way to get over mental health issues is to get your mind off yourself. That's what I've realized.
1: Yes, absolutely, absolutely. It's it's harder to be – I've always – I mean, my mom has told me this since I was a kid, but she tell me that whenever I was stuck, the best thing I could do is think about somebody else and go and serve yep. somebody else in some capacity. And Kevin, I relate to you so much. I am also diagnosed OCD. I understand. Uh, and honestly, a lot of that is a big part of the mental health struggle that I was facing. Um, just because it, as you probably know, it's extraordinarily easy to get stuck and feel very paralyzed by your thoughts. And um yeah i I really do understand that and and empathize with that, and I think, yeah, that's again when it comes down to allowing ourselves to yes try to love ourselves and treat ourselves a bit more like the love of God treats us, uh the agape love that you were talking about, but that everything that you're saying is I so appreciate you sharing your story and and it ministers to me in more ways than you know as well.
0: Oh, that's great. Well, uh, the other playlist I'll be putting it on, knowing that that's also your story. Thank you for sharing. Um, and, by the way, I won't include that in the article if you don't want me to. That's okay. Um, you, you're welcome, to,
1: It's totally up to you. But it is something that I'm open to sharing. I think that more people need to become first and foremost. Um, I've met so many people just in beginning to talk about this that also – uh, struggle with OCD diagnosis and, and the ramifications of that. But also I think it raises awareness for a mental health, um, challenge that isn't as broadly recognized or talked about. So whatever you well, want to do, but you have my blessings to include it.
0: Wonderful. Cause I'm going to obviously talk about my own and we can just kind of talk about the fellowship of that. And, and rather than that D in OCD and thinking of it as a disorder, um, so I have a playlist called Disorder, just so you know. So of course I'm so OCD, Riley. I've got playlists about OCD, Uh that that probably sums me up pretty well. Um, and I don't mean that. It, I don't mean that in a flippant way. It's like literally just a way to, for me to process uh, my thoughts. And uh, and actually, just so you know, and just because you just toured with Jeremy Camp last year, my next devotional posting is Anxious Heart, just so you know. Uh,
1: wow
0: and and i little i little bit touch on that in my devotional that's about to post like any day now so so on the whole disorder thing um uh it's on apple music and it's a public playlist if anyone wanted to like see it i acknowledge it's not a disorder it's a gift that it's just the way the lord wired me and he just wants me to be using these obsessive thoughts for his glory um, and not be so debilitated, right? Because you could. You could let it debilitate you. But if you sort of allow about serving or about others or about the copy love, you know, now I feel healthier and healthier. And then, yes, I have joy uh, that passes understanding also when I allow him to take my thoughts and, and I make my thoughts obedient to him versus obedient yeah. to me. Um, and then mm-hmm. when I'm there, I, I'm i able to have also peace that passes understanding. So those have been some of my prayers. And I want you to know this song was an answer to prayer for me. So um, I Wow, grieve.
1: That's amazing. Hey, that's just, I'm just trying to share my story. And I think sometimes the thing that people need to hear more than anything else is the simple truth that they are loved without any, without any fluff around it, just the simple truth of you are loved, you are loved. And you are asked in a culture where, you know, you, there, it's so popular to have those self affirmations right now of I am strong. I'm beautiful. I think that for me, this is a way of rooting my daily affirmations and my faith and who God says I am. And my hope, my prayer is that, this song can minister people by cranking it up in their cars and rolling down the windows and singing these yeah. things over themselves at the top of their lungs.
0: I'll aim into that, which is how I end my devotional. So um, if you don't mind, I'd love to pray over you uh, to close our time today. And Absolutely. I also had to, I've also been praying about bringing you to a venue <laughs> So we'll have to figure out if that should happen as well, but we'll we'll figure that out another time. But uh, oh, uh sure. to basically to basically share some of this story um, as well, because um, I kind of knew a little bit of this just from being so immersed in your last record, um, as you might imagine. So
1: yeah, um, well that being anyway. said, I think you're gonna get a lot more of my story and the my new record that's coming this September. So there's oh, a lot awesome. of. It, a lot more of the puzzle pieces are kind of getting put together through this record and i'm I'm really excited
0: cool well of course you know i will keep talking to you and keep writing about it so that'll be awesome love so, it
1: we'll, we'll, i think you're gonna like we'll it, make it. it all
0: happen i think love it yeah it sounds like it's on my alley for sure okay. so all right well let's offer this time to him as always um well lord thank you so much for my sister riley and for always providing us that truth that this song sings about um, that you are love uh, and your love is perfect and your love has no fear because perfect love uh, does not coexist with fear. And Lord, I do know both Riley and I have dealt with sort of a debilitating type of fear that's not of you. um, And that's like a fear of our own thoughts. And Lord, um, please release us from those. Uh, Please release us from this idea uh, uh, of compulsiveness, and and it being some something that we are um, flawed about, but instead that it is something that you have wired us to have because we are uh, fearfully and wonderfully made in your image and that this is clearly part of your mind, Lord, um, and that is it's just something you want us to use to glorify you. And we pray that that is one of the outcomes of this song, uh, but more importantly, that those who don't yet know you as their personal Lord and Savior, that they hear that it's you they're going to find that perfect love from. Um, Not the world, not something they can self-help, but purely from you. And that out of that, they will hopefully find a saving relationship with your son Jesus and then actually be able to finally love themselves the way you love them and better be able to love others, which is ultimately what they're all crying out for anyway. So I do pray over Riley, you protect her and her ministry, and you continue to help take her thoughts captive, uh, to help her fully believe the words of all of her songs uh, and not ever doubt them, and to also always know that your word doesn't return void and that you will provide her that daily nourishment, uh, that bread that she needs to feast on instead of feasting on her thoughts. Uh, And whatever you need to take away from her to help her better focus on you Lord, I, I pray that she's able to release that, and, uh, and I will continue to keep her in prayer, and I pray all of this in the name of your precious Son, Jesus. Amen.
1: Amen. Kevin, thank you so much. Thank you. That You're blessed welcome. me, and I appreciate the humanity and, and kindness you bring to all of the interviews that you do. You have a real gift in and, and disarming people and sharing your own heart and vulnerability and that is just such such an example to so many people including your sweet daughter and and far beyond that as mm. well so thank you for that
0: oh my pleasure and again this is clearly a divine appointment cuz i i i do have i'm not alone in my playlist <laughs> um hey, but, that you know, song, but I, that's but that's your yeah
1: that was another one that just came from a very um a cry of my heart i mean that's uh all of these songs are that and uh, that song ministers to me still too, so I'm glad that one that one's speaking to you as well.
0: Well, I think it bridged me to this, right? Right, 'cause because we had already done five songs from Godsend, uh, and we never got to that one, and and then you got and then this came this song came out, so so it was yes. like it was a way for me. It was a way for me to sort of bridge from your last record to your next record. So, again, God's timing is always so perfect, and he he always knows what we need. He knows what we need before we do. And our job is just to, like, be obedient. And,
1: um, yeah, I would just
0: continue. I will. I just want you to know, what I just prayed for you, I will keep praying for you. And uh, hopefully hopefully you'll come through our area again, and we'll get to hang out again.
1: Would love to. Would love to so much. Hey, thank you for making the time for this. I really appreciate it.
0: My pleasure, Rob, as always. And until we do talk again, all the best and God bless. And I will get this posted the first week of July, I believe, is the plan.
1: Wonderful. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. All right. Well, um, take care and uh, have a blessed rest of your day.
1: Likewise. I'll talk to you soon, my friend.
0: All right. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah,
0: oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino.